Welcome to the show. It's a good one today. Topical story is coming up, number one. Don't know what that was, but it was probably awesome. <laughs> we interview a guy who put air in a bag. Amelia, what's coming up next? Um, And then we're going to see... Faster! If faster! <laughs> Come now! <laughs> Rouse! We're giving someone the chance to win $50,000. Too slow. Oh. Lost your opportunity. Good game. Hazy, Too what slow. was your story about getting married? Come on now. Uh, I've let myself go. I have a really sloppy rig, and um, I just wonder if people let their standards slip once you get married. Rangers, are they worthwhile? And Dr. Snooze, <laughs> that's our show. Enjoy. All right, we still have about 20 seconds. Oh, yeah? Um, Amelia, can you please do your Dr. Snooze impression? Can you do your Dr. Snooze impression? <laughs> Mine's his Eastern European cousin. No, let's hear it. Hello, I'm Dr. Snooze. Oh, this is a very beautiful impression. <laughs> it's Russian. Of my Russian cousin. <laughs> I am Sergey, your doctor. <laughs> it's so close to being a voice. Sergey? Sergey, that's a man's name. That's a man's name. That's not very rousing at all. I am Sergey Snooze. Throw to the podcast, throw to the real show, Sergey Snooze. Come on. I am not the doctor. <laughs> Come on, throw to the show. Throw to the show. We're going to start the Dr. show. Dr. Snooze will be on the podcast. It's going to be so good. Here we go. James, Amelia, Hazy. Amelia, James, and Hazy. <laughs> Amelia, James, and Hazy. Get it right. Stop putting yourself first. Hit my friends. Or oh, hello, friends. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Today, a study, it's a very important study, I think, has Mm. been released and it uh, has revealed that today's young professionals have a new way of showing off, of bragging on social media. And I think we're all guilty of it. Mm. Are these the same people that call themselves uh, entrepreneurs? Uh, no, I'd just say they're young, they're young employed people, maybe. Um, but the study Both has... Both of them in South Australia. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not funny. Um, no, our economy's in the toilet, but please no, do go it's on. It's not. It's on the up. Um, uh, <laughs> the study has found that phrases like, I have no life and um, I desperately need a holiday, are used to suggest that you are in demand and you're Ugh. really popular Ugh. and you've got so much on the Ugh. go. So no longer is it like, you know, I look at all my investment properties or I've got, you know, a new car. It's nothing like that. It's I am so busy. I've got so much stuff on. I think we're all guilty of that. It's just boasting that you're a bad manager of time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're inefficient. Yeah. This is unbelievable that it's come to light because I would joke with a couple of mates that we'd have this exact conversation. Oh, what have you been up to? And we'd go, oh, so busy. Like... You know why? Because I'm so very important. I'll joke them <laughs> with them as well. I work in radio and I don't work in radio as much as I'd like to. And I'd be like, mate, yeah. I work four and a half hours a week. <laughs> so I'm pretty busy. So me not returning your texts is yeah. pure laziness. I find though, I actually say that as a response to people. How are you? I'm like, oh, I'm so busy at the moment. You, you genuinely are. But I... Me and you James, are busy. Me and James to are not fair. busy. But I, like people say that to me, I'm like, oh, what have you been up to? And I just genuinely have to go, Nothing. I've been sitting at home. Like, no one would buy it if I said, oh, I'm busy. What are you up to? Uh, reading a book. <laughs> I bought a foot massage machine that you put Did water you? in. That was at an up shop. Did the important really? thing. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. What? That's disgusting. No, well, it's not that disgusting. It's, it's perfectly fine. Secondhand foot it's perfectly massage. fine. It shouldn't even be sold again. Well, look, if I was a bit busier, maybe I'd have enough money to get a brand spanking <laughs> new foot massage. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. We're about to speak to, um, I would call him at least Entrepreneur of the Year. I know it's early. I was going to go with Hero. Yeah, or or Hero. National Um, Hero. Treasure. (laughs) Now his name's Sean and he came up with a very clever idea of taking a uh, Ziploc bag to the Adele concert and 
capturing some air from the concert in it. He's from Ingle Farm, and this story is massive. Like, yeah. it's been this on has gone worldwide. All you know, the big news websites and stuff. It's um, gone viral. It was getting. I think it was getting up to bids of up to two thousand dollars on eBay grand, because he yeah. put it on there, and people are that keen. And um, so we're about to speak to him now. We've got him on the phone. Um, Sean, are you well? Yeah, not too bad. How are you guys? Yeah, very good, Sean. Now, we're very interested to know, um, this bag of Adele Air from the concert is advertised as legit. How do we yep. know that it's legit? Well, I guess that's my authentication of saying it is legit. You know, there's no authentic, like, real authentication proof. Uh, uh, your <laughs> word is bond for us, Sean. Like that. We believe um, you. But it is, it is from the show, and uh, um, it was sealed up. May, the may I inquire, during which song did you fill up the bag? Ooh, what sort of energy is in that air? It, it, it was near the last song. Um, you don't know I'll the admit, name of the song, do you? Sure. <laughs> no, I'll admit I'm not a, a, an Adele fan. I did go because I had a free ticket. Sean, so um, are you an entrepreneur? Can you describe yourself as an entrepreneur? You can. I, I, I enjoy that uh, description. <laughs> and how, how far will you take this, Sean? Are there any other sort of concerts that you're looking to um, package air from? It was just a spontaneous idea because what happened, um, I had a, a clean out of my wardrobe um, of all my T-shirts. I had like 300 T-shirts. I gave some to the Salvos and they're all sitting there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll chuck some on, good, um, on eBay and see what happens. And people were buying them, um, which I didn't think they would. Maybe it's in your description of them. It, it could be. I, I'm not sure. So it come about because, yeah, so I, I said people would sort of buy anything. Um, and I had a and I, so the reason they come about, I had a bet um, with my uncle and my brother I said, people buy anything, I come up with the bag of air idea. Um, and, and they sort of laughed at me. We're better six-pack. I said, someone will buy it. But I didn't think it would get to Well, you haven't won now. that bet yet, though, because it has been taken off eBay. Is that correct? True. It has. Do you think you still have people who are interested, despite eBay, who you might be able to get this bag off for a, a hefty sum for? I, I have had a couple of strange negotiations. I'm in the process of working something out. Um, I'm not, Someone goes on my Facebook, there's a screenshot I caught of some guy with his $2,000 bid when it was $2, up to that. $2,000? Wow. How, what do you mean by strange um, he, negotiations? Oh, he wanted me, so he emailed, he, I spoke to him yesterday and I got him to send me an email just to make sure it's all concerned. Yes. Um, he wanted to fly me to Brisbane and he wants to have some like Adele <laughs> Air party. Or I don't know if he is legit. I don't want to, I don't want you spending money on a ticket to Brisbane. No, he's, no reason. To me, he's offered to fly me there, um, put up all the expenses and work out a, a deal on the bag. For Sean, you're going to be kidnapped in Brisbane by a mad person. <laughs> I just want to let you know that's Don't trust the Eastern States. I, know, I have responded to him. I haven't checked his email this morning. Last night, he said the office for 24 hours. Well, just alert um, the police as to where you're going yeah. and your last known whereabouts. <laughs> and good luck to you, Sean, and well done on the expensive bag of a deli. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Thanks, guys. Ah, yes, the young business entrepreneurs of Adelaide. It's going to take off. It's a legitimate business. I think so. It's really on the up. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Time has come. This is huge. <laughs> this is massive. Live on Weekend Breakfast, Hit 107, $50,000 giveaway. 
sketchy card. <laughs> oh, it feels so good to be here with the live 50k scratch card giveaway. Now, what is your um, scratcher device of choice? Scratching I have device of in choice. my hand today a 10 cent coin, the perfect coin Australian. for scratching. Yes, good. Australian 10 cent coin. Okay. Got the beautiful bird with the feather on the back. Don't know what it is. So, who do we have to play the scratchy game today? All right, so we've got Amy from Manningham, I think it is. Good morning, Amy. Amy, you've lost your chance. You're out. Well, let's go to uh, Tib in Tranmere then. Hello, Tib. Hello. Hi, how are you going? You feeling oh. lucky, Tib? You feeling prepared? Um, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now, shall uh, we begin the game? Where would you like me to start scratching? Top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right? In the right? centre? In the centre. Um, your call, I might Tib? go top right. Top right, top here right. we go, here we go. Because the odds are slim, but let's give Fifth. it a shot. Look at that. 50,000. First one in there. Okay, so you're scratching, scratching away. 5,000. We've got to have oh. three to make a match. Oh, there's 50. What? No. Oh, there's another 50, though. Hold on. And there's another 50. So the first game has come up with nothing there. Nothing okay. for you. All right, but you've got the right. second game. Second chance. Second opportunity. Hey, thank you very much. Tib, we really appreciate you playing. Now we're going to speak to uh, Megan. Oh, he doesn't have a second chance. <laughs> no, he doesn't, person. unfortunately. All Megan right. from Elizabeth East. Good morning. Oh, Megan, you there? Megan's, oh, no, Megan is out. You know what? Oh. Megan didn't have the enthusiasm. <laughs> but with so many people called this in. This is high though. energy here, here we go. right now. Donna, here we go. Donna, you there? Donna, you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, All right, Donna, Donna here. here we go. Okay. I've already scratched out the top left. I've got to be honest with you. It is a car. <laughs> All right. Where would you like me to scratch next? Centre. Bottom. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go for bottom, it. Here we bottom, go. Bottom. Bottom. She said bottom. Here we go. Go, go bottom. Clover. Wishbone. Car. Car. Three cars. Hold on. You've won Shut something. Up. You've won something. Hold what? on. We have to scratch the prize window and we see what we get. Here we go. What's the prize? You have won a free $2 scratchy card. Yeah. 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 Not quite enough to pop this bottle of champagne I'd brought into the studio, it's but still, of yellow glen, it's everybody. a good giveaway. So if you get down to the station, we will give you this a free $2 scratchy card prize. You excited about that? Woo, thank you. <laughs> Very welcome. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Got back from Thailand, guys. My honeymoon. It was so romantic. It was lovely, but it's, um, it's made me realise something. I'm a changed man. Mm. I feel like I've uh, just let a few things slip. Things that I really would have placed a strong emphasis on before. Now, I feel like they don't really exist for me. Can you guess the um, angle that I'm heading towards here? Or? Well, you have put on a pack of weight since you no, came you back. Haven't. <laughs> you're dead serious too. No, I'm not. Look, you're much thinner than I am. Only I can joke about that. Yeah, you've got the empowerment over your new... Man breasts, but, but the important thing. <laughs> so you let you, what? What have you let slip with your missile? You know, you, you're quite. You, you you bang on. I put on yeah. six and a half kilos in ten days. I put on six and a half Jeez. kilos in Thailand, and that is purely from drinking eight to ten changs per day. <laughs> huh? You were enjoying yourself. I really was. Um, my wife, Kara, she uh, over there did something which I thought she'd never do. Mm. I thought she'd always be like, you know what? I'm a better person than that. I won't let my standards slip. She bought a selfie stick. Oh, yep. so she, is it too late to slip? get a divorce? <sighs> Annulment, they <laughs> call that. We just both said these <laughs> different things. <laughs> is, is, is that really letting your standards slip? I think it's just wanting to get a good photo. Yeah, but seriously. No, it it's, it's letting your standards slip. Absolutely. I would never let someone know early on in a relationship that I had bought a selfie stick. I would hide that from them. Yeah, but it's next? not early on. You're locked in. 
That's true. Well, you can do that. Once you're in a relationship, you, you let it slip. I've realized the other day that I've, I've let the whole way I talk to my girlfriend has just fallen off in the last <laughs> couple of months. Like, you, you know, it used to be so lovely. I'd be like, oh, babe, how you going? This is nice. You know, oh, you know, I'm leaving work in the morning and waking up. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. Give her a little kiss on the cheek. That's oh, I love lovely. you. So, and now I'm just like, I'm off. I'm turning the light on. So, I don't care if it wakes you up. Oh, that's Shush. mean. Is that know, you letting your standards slip or is good. that her just seeing you're true? Colors. Well, it's that we've both become very, very comfortable with one another. Well, what's it's my favorite thing about exactly. being a relationship. So what's the next step for you guys? Do you start wearing Crocs? And I mean, I feel That's like you start crazy. to put comfort before style. Yeah, uh, yeah look, I, I'm now at the point in a relationship where if she said, I'm going to be a Croc-wearing person, I'm going to wear them out of the house, <laughs> I would stand by her and respect her choice because that's what love is. You say that because you're not in the actual situation. It would be a different story if she turned up and you went up for dinner and she was wearing a <laughs> bright pair of Crocs. You'd go, nah, oh my goodness. Because I would relish the opportunity to start wearing Crocs myself. I'd go, you've set the bar. All right, I can do Crocs now. Amelia Mulcahy, you've been in a relationship for what, three or four years? Yep. Um, would you ever wear Crocs? I would never wear Crocs. That's a personal <laughs> choice for me. Um, I did buy a pair of um, Birkenstocks and they look like the massage shoes and Matt's not very impressed with that, but I wear them in and outside of the home. Yeah, but um, they're a little bit trendy. Yeah. yeah, and that, you know, that could work for him if he's got like a lesbian fantasy. Thirteen <laughs> sixty. When have you let your standards slip in a relationship? You might have just only just come into a relationship. You don't have to be married. We'll take calls. Oh, yeah. Amelia, James, and Hazy. This is weekend breakfast. I think my wife expects more of me. I've uh, let myself slip, guys. Got back from the honeymoon. Yesterday, yeah, put on six and a half kilos in Oof. ten days. I mean, that's got to be some kind Were of. Were you shredding record. for the wedding though? No, I wasn't shredding you for the wedding. Yeah, no, that's I a wasn't. phrase. Um, because <laughs> a lot, you know, people do when they have their wedding, they sort of get all you know, all in tip top shape. So yeah, well, not, not me. Obviously, my wife was, but I wasn't. I'm wearing a suit. I mean, I, don't, I just have to make sure I'm not fat enough that I look bulky in a suit. And I wasn't. So basically what we're talking about is um, the, the little things that potentially you've let slip, like, you know, whether it's a bit of weight gain, whether it's fashion, things of that nature. Well, it's a difficult call because either you, you know, remain uncomfortable in your relationship or you let your standards go away. It's a catch-22. Ooh, thank you very much, Illy. So we put <laughs> yeah, the call out cool, there. That's cool, man. 13, 10, 60. Whenever you let your standards slip. Oh, jeez, I can't talk this morning. Letting your standards slip right oh, now. Hey, in defense of, yeah, I was going to say, in Seriously. your defense, you've had, a, you've had a big couple of weeks. <laughs> I really have. Uh, Michelle from Banksia Park, you just let your standards slip a bit once being in a relationship? Uh, yeah, I definitely have. Um, so I used to wear like really nice clothing and I'd plan all my outfits and stuff and I'd get really nice, cute um, sleepwear and everything. Um, but... Then my boyfriend started like saying, oh, you can just sleep in my top. And I realized that they were really big and comfortable and I really liked them. And then now, like, I even wear his, like, bootleg jocks to, to bed as, like, my pajama shorts. And, like, I wear his clothes more than he does. Wow. I feel your pain. I feel his pain. I feel his pain because I've had my girlfriend do the same same thing. I had. I used to have all these fun socks. I had like those little golden cats throughout the front of Chinese eateries. I had those <laughs> on socks. I had little foxes. And the girlfriend's got her hands into them. I'll never have them again. One thing I will say is that if you were comfortable, you're a nicer person. Like if I'm oh, hungry, yeah. I'm a horrible person. So I think the, there is a benefit to letting your standards slip 
um, slip into the side of comfort is you're a nice person. And yet at the same time, you know, back in the 50s, women would get up early to put their makeup on for their husband. And since then, why divorce you, rates have why skyrocketed. Why do you consistently reference periods of time that uh, you weren't even born Let's in? move on. Because I read history sometimes, Amelia, and I believe in your ability to better yourself. 13, 10, 60. Pete, you've let your standards slip, mate. No, I've actually had to do the opposite. I'm Ooh. batting way above my average, so I've had to change my uh, wardrobe and style five or six times no. to keep her interested. Really? <laughs> Did she have any input, Pete? Uh, well, that's why I've changed it five or six times. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? So what is she? So she's not telling you to do these things. You're just you're you're picking up cues. Well, for at one stage, I never used to put anything in my hair. Uh, then I started putting stuff in my hair. Then I wasn't really caring about the clothes I was wearing. Then I was caring about the clothes I was wearing. So it's just keeping myself. Uh, this is a danger zone standard. for her, though, because she's improving <laughs> you. She's pushing you out from a six, maybe to an eight, nine sort of area. You might leave her for uh, another lady. I think it's great, Pete. Well done. Third, uh, I think it's great too, by the way, Pete. <laughs> you get out there and get the best you can. I didn't oh. think we'd get someone that's doing the absolute opposite. I thought it would just be people like myself. Yeah. And can I say you as well, James, that maybe you put on a list a couple of kgs post getting into a relationship. Oh, I put on some... 15 kilos last year. <laughs> just Straight up. It was a very depressing year. <laughs> Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. I had an experience uh, earlier this week where I was on, a, I was on public transport so you know you're going to be around good people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, a, and a man gets on and he, you know, he doesn't look like a, uh, a nice person. <laughs> I don't know how, you know, he's, he's probably on some sort of substance. And, uh, and he, like coffee? Yeah, like coffee times a thousand. Like okay, the yeah, sort yeah. of coffee you put in a pipe. It's too much caffeine. And uh, <laughs> there's something there that's it's gearing his system. Okay. And he just unloads. <laughs> you know, he, I've got red hair. I should mention that. And he, you know, tears on the uh, ranger. He brings, brings <gasps> that out and he dumps it. No. And I like, I don't mind, genuinely. Um, Why is he calling you this? Sorry. What, how did you get into the fire? Well, it's just me here? and him on a bus. Oh, it's just Coming you and him. Coming back from town, yeah. He's like, oh, are you looking at, you? I don't want to do this. In case that's offensive so to he, make fun of him. So he said, he, he said like, to yeah, you, you, what are you looking at? Bleep, bleep and ranger. Yep. Um, and I wouldn't bring it up, right? Except that there's an article this week from a Dr. Andrew Rochford. Who is Rockford? the Rockford? R- Roachford. He's on. He's a guest doctor on that Fat People Losing Weight show. Hang on, are we talking Roachford from the eighties, British pop star? Come on, that come is, on. That's sick. That you've got that ready to go. Sorry, proceed. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, well, that's obscure. So it's this like half celebrity, and he's he's done this big Facebook status about how his son's a, a redheaded ranger boy who's getting picked on at school. Right? I can say it. It's my people. Uh, he's getting picked on at school, and it's not fair, and it's just the same as homophobia. It's just the same as making fun of someone for being black or Chinese. Hashtag stop. Hashtag bullying. Don't bully my son for being a ranger. It's ranger-er. a very sad story because, he, you know, he's saying that his son, uh, who's 10, was bullied at school yeah. and has now changed the bus that he catches because he doesn't want to see certain kids because they're calling him ranger. And look I, look, I went through school when Summer High Tide was on the air. I understand what it is like yeah. to have someone call you Ranga. This is so much worse. This is so, like, okay, it's not great to be a kid with red hair at high school. It's worse to be the kid whose dad makes a Facebook status that's been shared by hundreds of people about how you're moving buses. Does the doc- that's what you're going to get ripped apart for. Does the doctor um, cop any stick about being a silver fox? Because it's a it's a it's a, a hair colour. devil himself. So he he's actually said he want he thinks using the term ranger is yeah. just as offensive as racist or homophobic slurs. That's so silly. The thing it's so stupid. I think is the problem here 
is look, it's not a good word. It's not good to be called that. The problem here is bullying behaviour. The problem yeah. here is is making someone feel like they have to change buses or not come to school. That's the problem. 100%. But you could use anything for that, right? If you have glasses, if you've got funny shoes, kids are just going to pick something that they can use to bully you. And they're going to use that to bully you. Let's not pretend, fellow rangers, that there is some horrible conspiracy holding the red-headed man down in the world. Do you we call need yourself our, We a need ranger? a civil rights movement. Oh, look, not casually. Yeah. Maybe if I had a rap track. Don't you, if, if you were in an argument with someone and they resorted to calling you a ranger, you'd be like, oh, come on, mate, really? That's well, all at that got? point, they would have lost the argument, right? If exactly. you resort to the ad hominem thing. It's so, I mean, it's not great to have red hair. I'll say that. You sweat more, you get chafe on, you burn. Do you think you that's specific to you? No, nah, this is a pale skin. You have very pale areolas. They just blend right into your flesh. But who genuinely thinks rangers are oppressed? Are like the sexiest member of the royal family is a ranger. Ed Sheeran is a weird, nerdy, ugly man yes, who we play nonstop, and he's a ranger. Absolutely. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast. Very good news. Our resident health expert, Mr. Dr. Snooze, he's just arrived in the building. It's very exciting. Please, Dr. Snooze! What does my dream mean? Oh, good morning, oh, great man. It's so excellent to be here with you today, coming to the people of Adelaide with all my immense dream reading experience. Well, can we just go into that for a second? How yes. experienced are you? Got about four weeks of doing people's dreams, <laughs> but I think I'm quite good at it. <laughs> yeah. So, Dr. Snow, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yes, Amelia, I tell me your dream. I dream during mm. the week, um, and it was I was just walking yes. um, with my boyfriend somewhere, mm. And he turns to me and he goes, did you just poo your pants? And I went, no. Have you in the dream? Oh, my goodness. In the dream, not in real life. Now, look, the obvious thing that this might mean is that uh, you feel insecure in the relationship. So you want something very bad to happen so you can test if he really loves you or not. But I think the real reading of the dream is that you've had some bad food this week and you're actually very afraid to go and to poop your pants with your boyfriend. It's a literal dream. I don't think I've had any bad food, but I'll watch out for Actually, I ask you a question. Are you in sort of like, you live with this boyfriend? Yes. Are you in a farty household? Do you do farts? Does he do farts? Are you open to farts? I don't. You don't strike uh, me as a type who. Um, I don't think you've ever farted in front of your boyfriend. I try not to. Oh, well, this is what you must do to cure yourself of the dream break wind. <laughs> Sit him down and say, This is who I am. I'm a beautiful woman. This is how I smell. Okay, coming up now, we've got Trish. Hello, Dr. Uh, Smith. Oh, Can you help me, please? I hope so, Trish. Tell me your dream. Oh, I dream all the time that I'm late for work. Mm. There's animals in the dream yes. attacking me, making me late oh, for work. Oh, my goodness. What do you do for work, Trish? I work in the health profession. The health profession? Yes. But you don't want to say any more than that. You sound very embarrassed about it. No, I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm just oh, no? in case people are listening. Oh, you can't give anything away. It's a secret sort of place that you work. Uh, you can't yeah. tell anything about it. Trish, this is a sign to me that the patients you work with are disgusting animals. <laughs> You see, these people, they're probably, maybe they're healthcare patients, maybe they're vicious, wild, and you just try to help them. But these animals, they come at you, Trish, and you must fight them away so you can get to work. My advice to you, Trish, quit your job. People of filth, don't help them. <laughs> Thanks for that advice. Oh, you're very welcome, Trish. It's just advice here, Trish. You don't have to go over there. Amelia, James and Hazy. This is Weekend Breakfast.